Sunday poor, we are back. Monday night. It's the uh, first Monday night football edition of Sunday poor. We're getting going. It's the third quarter in Lambeau. Packers uh, looking to take control of this game. Yanks are in the eighth inning. Um, so I'm sure we have a lot to get into. Aunt, how are you? My dog's barking in the background. She's dealing with a bout of diarrhea, so don't mind her. No, you you should mind her, though, because you don't want that uh, streaking all over the house over there. Uh, so far, no, nothing in the house yet. That's some great control by the dog. Picked her up from daycare, was walking her to the car, and she just let it loose right in the parking lot. <laughs> like as she was walking, or uh, is it like... No, a- no, she stopped. She stopped. I don't know how... I don't know how uncon- she does not like us talking about her on the show. I was wondering, how uncon- especially not her bowel movements. Uh, yeah, I guess that would rub me the wrong way too. <laughs> I didn't know like how uncontrollable it was. Like it was kind of it would let loose and you know empty its way. But no, it wasn't like you're just walking along and you have shit running down your leg. It was she stopped. Like it was like running the two minute offense. You're in a hurry, but you're composed. Now does she? Does she like? If you really have to go, you know how you kind of you're walking, you know, like you tighten up a little bit, your ass clenches, and you're like yeah. you're walking stiff. Any sort of any sort of translation with a dog with diarrhea that they when they gotta go, are they speeding up? Are they walking funny? A little, a little bit, yeah, a little bit. I noticed. I mean, it's uh, it's not. It's just it's, it's an uncomfortable spot to be in. Yeah, no, I I, I hear you. I sympathize. I'm just yeah. curious how, uh, you know, from from my perspective, if we can. It's relate. the great uniter. It's like the great uniter bowel movements. Yeah, uncomfortable ones, especially. Yeah, like I, I'm. I was never right when I was in Aruba. Full disclosure, <laughs> I was debating bringing it up. <laughs> You're waiting for the second show after to get it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm like that when I'm on vacation anyways. Whenever I'm out of my comfort zone, I'm a creature of habit. So I think once your routine is thrown off a little bit, food-wise, you're boozing all day, which is actually pretty normal to my routine. But, you know, it's yes, just, it's, so. you're, you're out of your you're, – you're just – things are all over the place. Now, you don't drink – you don't drink, like, water out of the faucet there, right? You drink, like, the bottled water. You had it. Like, you don't go – uh, again, the only like time the I drank anything, the only time I drank tap was at like the breakfast buffet. I would order a cup of water. I don't I know. Is that a thing? Like, I, know, yeah, I don't think you're supposed to. I think it's anywhere that's not like uh, within a 20 mile radius of your home. Yeah. I, who knows? <laughs> yeah. No, the body a, gets all fucked up. It's homesickness. It's, it's literal homesickness. There's a story. Um, I'm not sure. I might have told you. I don't know if I told you on the show or not, but there's a story about uh, a movie that uh, Bogart made in Africa. And it it was him and Catherine Hepburn. It's called The African Queen. And uh, everybody on the set got sick, like with something, like some stomach thing. And the only two people who didn't get sick was Bogart, and John Euston, the director, because all he did was drink whiskey the whole time. That's brilliant. So, yeah, safe play. So, Absolutely brilliant. Yeah, there you go. So that's why I even wonder, like, if they if they even used ice, because if the ice has to be made from the water from over there, so yeah, they might have just been drinking it straight up. 
even better. Yeah, Neat. well, yeah, they made and they made a classic. <laughs> what movie was that? Uh, the African Queen. African Queen. Okay. Yeah. I I actually watched Maltese Falcon on the plane ride down to Aruba. That's um. Yeah, I'm not sure. Bogart Falcon. Yeah, I don't know if I've ever seen that one. It's okay. Yeah, it's a little. Right. A little dated, but made in like, <laughs> ni- like, made in like 1947. I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Going on the 75th anniversary. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure it's just fine, and spe- I'm sure it's good in its day. I was thinking oh, of yeah. Key. I was thinking of Key Largo. That's the one with Bogart that I'm that I've seen a couple times. Um, okay, I never saw that one. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's all right. Uh, yeah, um, yeah. Let me take a sip of this water now. All this, all this talk of water. I'm just gonna enjoy my the, the luxury of having water I can drink without you know shitting my brains out. Oh yeah, it's tough when you're playing road games. That's why the first thing I did when I came back was I got pizza. <laughs> I, had, I had to get everything. I had to get everything back into place. <laughs> so you gotta let your body know you're home. Someone's got to be nerves, though, no? Just kind of being yeah. away. Oh, yeah. Definitely nerves. Anxiety. Yeah, everything. Everything. Yeah. Take a Xanax or something. Uh, I don't know. I don't do – I did Xanax like once on a flight to Vegas. and Nah. nah I'm not a Xanax guy. Isn't Xanax supposed to calm you down? Yeah, it calmed me down to the point where, like, I blacked out at a blackjack table and lost hundreds of dollars. Yeah, it was, that was the Xanax. <laughs> well, I would have liked to have at least been awake, awake somewhat when I was losing my money. No, that's much better to just uh, – it's less painful. I mean, it hurts the next yes, in day. The, in the long run, I guess, in the long run. It's not the only time you've blacked out playing blackjack, though. Yeah, but the first and only time on a Xanax. Out of you know what I mean, out of out of my comfort zone, out of control. Yeah, but you popped the Xanax, and you had a drink, or two. Yeah, I'm just not a Xanax guy. <laughs> I, I, I'm just not. <laughs> Maybe you should have mixed it. I have my I have my vices, and uh, that's not one of them. Fair enough. Fair enough. I know where to go. I know where to go. Set in my ways. I gotta, I gotta say, I highly recommend that uh, documentary that's on Netflix about the Danbury Trashers. <laughs> we talked about it, it's so weird. It, it came up on the show, I don't know, maybe like a month ago. Yeah, maybe a month and a half ago. And uh, like I just mentioned it because I'd heard the story about like some gangster running a hockey team in Danbury. And right. I think we had talked like, you know, they paid some players on the table, that kind of stuff. And then somebody texted me recently saying I had to check out this documentary on Netflix about the Trashers. Uh, and I guess there, it's a whole series. I can't remember the name of it now. Untold, I think. Uh-huh. And one of the episodes is focused on that team. And it, it was like, it's like an hour and a half. 
I highly recommend it to you and all our listeners. It's well worth the well worth the review. Well, there you go. Nobody, no other podcast is recommending this stuff. All right, good luck finding that. I don't think so. Else. I've seen I've seen somebody else say it's a, it's one it's a great documentary somewhere. I saw that somebody has uh, somebody has to have mentioned this because it's it was excellent. And also, I mean, it's you know, it's mob guys like it's. They they compare the guy to Tony Soprano. There's like some of that kind of stuff. Like they compare the kid to AJ. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's uh, and actually it starts off and you're like, you're kind of thinking one way in a few of these people, and then you kind of you you kind of turn like it changes your opinion, like the initial opinion that you have of these people it changes. By the end of the by the end of the doc, it was uh, you like them. They they turn they turn for the good. One eighty. There was at least two people I didn't really like that I turned to kind of like at the end. The the son, uh, the son of the owner, or the, no, the owner who's the son of the mob guy, turned out to be you know he's a goof, but it was fine. And the commissioner of the league. What, what league was this? Uh in, I don't know some independent. I mean, they're a minor league hockey team. I can't UHL maybe. I forget what the UHL. I was gonna say AHL. I don't think it was the AHL. I think it was the UHL. And the UHL is no more. Uh it might be. It might still be around, but the Thrashers only had one season. And were they minor league or were they independent? Would you say? I th- they're independent. They were like a step. They're professional step. Below, um, whatever, like the Hartford Wolfpack are Bridgeport. I don't know. I'm not sure. They ceased. It. They stopped in 2000. Like the Cape, like the Cape Cod League, something like that. Yeah, like a, like they had gotten uh, a couple ex like players who almost made it, and then there was a uh, there was a strike. The season that the Trashers were around. And they got a guy, Mike Rupp, who was a devil. He scored like the game winning, like the series winning goal in the Stanley Cup one year uh, for the Devils. That was like a big uh, for him. Um, name sounds sounds familiar. Yeah, I completely forgot about this guy until I saw this. But yeah, no, the league hasn't been around since 2010. Oh, okay. It could be the UHL. I don't know. My, my hockey league. No, it is. Yeah, it is UHL. Yeah, it is UHL. It was. Okay. Yeah. Right. It was. It was the UHL. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. If you, I mean, and there's like one guy in there who just like, he's the equipment manager. Yeah. <laughs> of the team, and like this guy came to this knowing he was going to be on Netflix or whatever, and like he just wanted people to think he was a fucking gangster. He just he played the part the whole he time. Turned, he turned it on for the cameras. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah, and I'm sure he's like a little bit like this in real life, but turned it on for the cameras, like smoking a Hammed cigar. Yeah, for sure. Uh, ah, yeah. cigar move. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's it's a good one. All right, what's it called? It's um, untold. And it's like the story of the Danbury Thrashers. Oh, okay. On Netflix. There, there was act, there was actually a movie I wanted to discuss, but I don't. I'm not prepared to do it right now. 
with another flight movie. All Thank right. God for these. Thank God for the you know being able to watch movies on flights. Yeah, because it's just it's very boring up in the air. Um, yeah, have you seen? There. Yeah, podcasts too are nice. You're seeing a um, plane doesn't fall out of the sky. Yeah, that's that's really all. That's really it. Yeah. Uh, have you seen the uh, the Biggie movie uh, City of Lies? <laughs> no, I started watching the Giant Depp one. Yeah, I started watching it. Uh, before it was like released, we again we talked about that in the show one time, and then I, I was I was looking uh, for it because you could you couldn't watch it anywhere, and I found like bootleg somewhere, and I started watching it. But I just you know after the show, it's like midnight by the time I found that movie and popped it on. So I watched maybe a half hour of it, but I didn't I even know it existed. I mean, we fucking talked about it on the show. I don't remember that. I was, <laughs> it was new to me when I found it. I actually enjoyed it. Uh, yeah, you know, based on it, a base. Listen, based on a true story, it's you got to just take it for what it is. You can't look at it as a uh, you know historical yeah. documentary. I'm sure they took liberties with things. I'm sure there's like 50 things you could poke holes in, but it was entertaining. It did uh, shine a light on the corrupt LAPD. It was, I mean, it was Johnny Depp and uh, Forrest Whitaker, right? Right. Well, that's what drew me to it. I was like, okay. Can't beat it, yeah. Yeah, it's for, you know two big names, two heavy hitters, and it is a subject that I am interested in. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Pac murder, I don't know as much about on the Las Vegas Strip. This one, I kind of had a little bit of a background. I knew that the conspiracy theories floating around LAPD, which if you watch this movie, it sounds like there's real, uh, there's some real truth to it, but... Uh, yeah, it was it was entertaining. I learned a little, learned a little bit. All right, good good stuff. It was inter- I I was better than I thought it would be. Yeah, I didn't I, I didn't I really I mean I guess we talked about it, which I don't remember, but <laughs> I didn't know the movie existed, and it was like you know new this week on Delta fucking airplane wow. movies. I don't know, and it just popped up, and I was like Johnny Depp, Forrest Whitaker. And then I read what it was about, and I was like, all right, all right. Yeah, I think Still like a production assistant sued because Johnny Depp was abusive to him or something. I don't know what I don't know whatever happened with that, but um, that's why I had oh, that rings never okay. that had never it had gotten delayed or had gotten you know shelved for whatever reason. So I guess uh, I guess the guy finally got paid off or shut up or stopped whatever it was. So uh, yeah. Yeah, it's back. It wasn't bad, man. Yeah, it's pretty pretty good. I think Johnny Depp might be trying to make a little bit of a comeback. I'm not sure. I think like the stuff with his ex-wife, it might have. I think he might have come out as like the victor, but I'm not sure about that. It's hard to come out the victor, I even think- when she's. I heard she was a psycho from everything I read, and she like kind of fabricated a lot of it. Yeah. Yeah, but still hard to come out the other end when you're. It's like the Duke Lacrosse team. Like they they were basically uh, vindicated. Remember what was that? Uh, something of lies. They did oh, a thirty yeah. for thirty of it. Yeah. Oh yeah, they and, were, they're absolutely vindicated. You still you say Duke Lacrosse, it's like saying Penn State football. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And you make any sort of like, uh, you know. I don't want to say rape joke, but I guess rape joke. And like Duke Lacrosse, Duke. I mean, Duke Lacrosse is what you what you say to make your point without actually saying it. <laughs> Duke Lacrosse is the punchline of any rape joke that you're saying. 
Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Especially Not when there's like white people involved. Oh yeah. But don't don't make rape jokes. But yeah, you're right. I hear you. If you are, just make it's sure hard. Duke Lacrosse is involved. It's baked into it, yeah. Yeah. Uh yeah, that's a good point. But I think with Giant Depp, he was so beloved before. And I and it was it was like a hard the thing is, he's a lunatic, like in his own right. With not, you know, take if he is innocent within all that, he's still kind of bananas. So, yeah, that hurts his case a little bit. But he hangs out with Doug Stanhope. That should tell you something. Was he really? Yeah, they're they're very good friends. Yeah. Stanhope was one of the first people he went on Rogan's show to defend uh, to defend him when all the allegations were coming out. I heard like he lived like in a mansion, just like. Alone, basically. Yeah, that's how he seems like, like that. Empty rooms and dark, like champagne bottles and shit everywhere. You know, thousand dollar bottles of wine everywhere. Like just, it's like it, Batman. It's like Batman with the, uh, I don't know, with alcohol running through his veins and <laughs> drugs dripping from his nose. He is the dark. See, to me, like to me, I, I feel like maybe because I'm just a, such a big fan. Like I feel like he didn't really go anywhere. I mean, yeah, I don't think he's been anything big, in the, and even when he was in like the stuff that was big for the pirates movies, yeah, his movies that you wouldn't have seen and I would have seen. Yeah, I like, saw I was, one of those pirates movies. Yeah, I saw the first one, but they made like fifty of them. I'm not gonna watch a fucking another pirate movie. Come on. <laughs> yeah, you got there's, there's got to be a pirate like limit yeah you gotta set limits for yourself they're all like three hours long so if i watch a three-hour movie it's not going to be a movie about pirates are they really yeah when you're making that type of blockbuster you got to go two or less right i feel like you got to go under two i don't know two max i don't know what they thought i think they thought those are they must have printed money because yeah they had to they they fucking got rides at like universal and shit they kept well. It's based on a ride, right? Oh, is it? Oh. Yeah, I wasn't sure. Chicken or the egg? I thought the rides came after. No, no, they. Uh, those rides were there forever. Oh, there was a pirate. Right, the, there was a pirate. There was a Pirates of the Caribbean in 2017 with Johnny Depp. Yeah. Oh, so he really hasn't gone anywhere. Maybe. He, I mean, I, I did see him in Black Mass. That was 2014. I didn't mind that movie. I don't know. I probably didn't get good reviews, though. Uh, Black Mass, yeah, I've only seen pieces of it. I didn't love it. I, I liked it. Uh, it was weird seeing him do a Boston Irish guy. Yeah. But maybe, maybe I'm just giving depth the benefit of the doubt. But I actually, like, if I, if I catch it on TV, I'll watch it. All right. Yeah, he's Wait, Bulger. He is. He's worked. It's just, uh, you know, nothing. What was his peak? Like, what was his peak? Early two thousands with like Blow. Hmm. No, it's probably right at the end of his peak. I don't know. It's the end of it. Nineties. He's just been solid. Like. I think it's just t- it's tough to say because he's got a quirky list of movies, like a quirky resume. So I mean, like Donnie Brasco is a great movie. 
Right. So like mid late nineties. Yeah. But like people love like Ed Wood. I never saw that one. Um, like below is great, but I think it has its detractors. People like, don't like it. Yeah, I think people. I don't think everybody's a fan of it because it's kind of formulaic and kind of we've seen that before type stuff. But of course, we love it. Yeah. Uh, like Fear and Loathing. Obviously, I love the movie, but I don't think it's considered like a classic. Cult, cult, yeah, cult classic. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's just a, it's just a like Dead Man is a great movie, but it's not. Well, he's not. Yeah, he's never really been like mainstream. Like he's not Clooney or Pitt. Yeah, or even like a McConaughey. Right. Yeah. He's with them talent wise. I think he's just. Uh, he picks weird. He like to seem like a guy who's like kind of un. See, I would say he like, seems like a guy who's kind of unwilling to play ball, but he did do like. 12 pirate movies so yeah. he did kind of, he did sell his soul a little bit it's not like he's that much of a hard ass but i think he liked doing that i think he liked pretending to be keith richards like in uh makeup and, <laughs> yeah. and shit like i think he liked that keith richards of, show up in one of those movies i feel like he did yeah yeah i remember hearing that he showed up in like one of the last ones and he's giant Depp's also in a band with oh, yes Something vampires. Yeah. Um, He's like the lead singer, isn't he? I thought it was something winos. Uh, I don't know where I came up with vampires. Uh, you might you might be right, but I'm like I'm getting confused because he's he has something he has something weird with winos too. Did you know Bruce Willis is in a band? I did not, no. Did you Bruce know Willis that Bruce is in a band? <laughs> oh, Gary Sinise is in a band. Did you know that? Wow. Yeah. Now we're pulling. I don't know if I could talk Gary <laughs> He's in a ba- he's in a band. I think they play and like anything they make goes to like veterans. Oh, okay. Which makes sense. It gets a Gary Sinise move right there. Lieutenant Dan, of course. Yeah. Ice uh, cream. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah, it's uh Hollywood vampires, yeah. That's Depp's band? Yeah, Johnny Depp, uh Alice Cooper, Joe Perry. Oh wow, that's then, right. Yeah, and then a few people that uh, I don't know: Chris Wise, Buck Johnson, Tommy Henriksen, and Glenn Sobel. But I think I think it's Perry Cooper and Depp are the draw. Are the draw? Well, yeah, I would think so. <laughs> I don't know, oh, I don't know. Tom, Tommy Henriksen. The fourth guy is Tommy Henriksen. I don't know who that is. He's the Ringo. He's from Port Jeff. Yeah, uh, yeah. Sorry, yeah. I guess Gary Sinise. What does Bruce Willis do? I don't know. Sings? Does he maybe plays guitar? I don't know if I can get down with that. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Uh, he he's performed at Mohegan. I'm pretty sure with his band. I think my in-laws went. This is that's the only reason I know. Man, you th- Bruce Willis band. I just could imagine like spinning a Bruce Willis CD in a car. Look, I've listened to Dead Could you picture going live? No, 100%. No, not at all. (laughs) I mean, as a a gag, I would, I guess. Like, if somebody gave me a ticket and I happened to be like two minutes from the venue, sure. If you were staying in the hotel and you had nothing to do during that time frame, maybe you'd go in and pop a Pop in and see a couple songs. 
If he was playing at the Oakdale when I lived up there, yeah, maybe. And I had a free ticket. But that's yeah, and I had a free ticket. That's probably the furthest I would travel. And there was nothing good on TV that night. Yeah, it was like a Tuesday or Wednesday night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not during not in October or March. So he's in the Bruce Willis Blues Band. But I feel like that's not his maybe that is his band. I don't know. Booker T. Jones, The Pointer Sisters, and Temptations. So wait, he had... That's got to be like influences or something. Bruce Willis had had an album that was released in January of 1987. Wow. It was R&B, pop. The producer of this... Record was Robert Kraft. Oh no, okay, it's a different Robert Kraft. Thank God. That'd be bizarre. Yes, that would be bizarre. But he had—I just said—he had backing musicians. I'm not sure who Booker T. Jones is. You know who that is? Sounds you know like the point. Their sisters are. Yeah, I've heard of them. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know who this band is—the Temptations. Yes. They were on it. Yep. So apparently, his music career goes back. Uh, Maybe even further than the acting. I mean, that's yeah. I listen to some of this tomorrow. Ah, uh, you let me know how it is. I'm not sure I could do it. <laughs> it's very weird. It's very weird. It doesn't look like him. Like you see some of these uh, celebrities who are in bands, and you can kind of picture. Okay, well, like if uh, I don't know, there's just certain guys you could picture being on stage. Doing mute, like playing music. Bruce Willis, yeah, one of those guys. Bruce Willis, I imagine, like, you know, bouncing or like, you know, doing the security for the band. I imagine him being in the band, dangling from a skyscraper. Yes, saving, <laughs> saving, saving the, uh, yeah, saving the planet. Yeah, may, yeah, maybe he's like dangling from a skyscraper, saving the lead singer of the Pointer Sisters. <laughs> That's about it, though. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <sighs> yep. So this football game took a turn. It sure did. Yeah. Yeah. Gary Sneeze, I, I I think I heard about it took a turn in that the Packers are now waxing him. Yeah. Um. Which was that was a fun way for the Packers to uh, scare everybody a little bit on Monday night. They went down. Were they down fourteen nothing? Because they didn't, they weren't up. They didn't take a third lead, the first lead until they were up seventeen fourteen, right? No, uh, no, they were down though. They were down fourteen seven. Okay, all right, seventeen fourteen at the half with god awful clock management at the end of the first half by Dan Campbell. Interesting. You need a Madden guy. I guess you could blame Goff, but it was just terrible the way they were letting the clock run. Not as bad as uh, Yale Holy Cross talk, clock management, but <laughs> it was, regardless, not great. It was just good to be, man, uh, watching live football. It was good to be there. It was uh, maybe 40 degrees too hot, but it was a good stretch, yeah. It was yeah. good to be there. Yeah, not, not football weather on Saturday. It was, uh, it was a hot one. I've always been skeptical about going to football games in September for that reason. 
And that was like my worst nightmare. Had a great time, but weather-wise, that's always my worst nightmare. Yeah, um, going to a football game in September is that type of weather. The first, the first half, I felt it was extra miserable in the first half for some reason. Because you still had another half to go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, you know, I just I had the itch, man, and. Uh, it's been, you know, a couple of years, and I just I had to get out there. I had to, see, I had to see some live football. Well, we were at the last game at Yale Bowl. It was only fitting to be at the first one. That's back. a good point. Yeah, it's true. It's only good right. Point. Yeah, so we opened it up with an L. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't count in the Ivy League standings, though. Yeah, championship is still in their uh, – It's, still their, pre- it's yeah. preseason. That's like preseason. That's their super. That's Holy Cross's Super Bowl. <laughs> I still can't figure out why Travis Best was there. Except Holy Cross is uh, a team from up that way. But I have no idea. Maybe he just had the itch, like you did, I like hope we so. did. That'd be awesome. I but mean, he, we didn't yeah. realize it was Travis Best until like five hours after we originally met him. That's a good point. Yeah, that's very. I mean, it, was, it was sunny out. I had sunglasses on. The sun was in my eyes. I could have been throwing the ball to anybody. I mean, I'm not looking for a, you know a professional athlete out there in the parking lot. And uh, I'm pretty sure, like, no joke. Like, if he had come over to us and we had had a couple beers with him, even then, I'm not sure. Like, he's a, he's not a big guy. No, he's six he looked feet at tops. He looked at, but yeah, he's about six feet, but he was absolutely like an athlete, built like an athlete for sure. See that I noticed, but like you know, all right, I'm gonna go up to every like black guy that looks athletic and ask him if he played in the NBA. That's not right. That's yeah, that's, yeah, that is not right. You cannot do that. <laughs> but like, it would have taken him coming over, having a few bears with us, for me to like really be like, hey, are you Travis Best? Like, it's not. He's not a guy that's even on your radar. Yeah, absolutely all. not. Yeah, but yeah. I, after talking to him, I think maybe, maybe like it would it would have take, taken more than just throwing the football around. Yeah, no, it's true because you're both a distance. I was closer to him when you threw it the first time, but um, well, he called me out on my arms. And he asked me if I could reach him. Basically, <laughs> after, I'm paraphrasing. I forget exactly what he said, but he's like, "You got an arm." Yeah, exactly. And I was like, I'll, "I was like, I'll, dr- I'll drop it right in there, Travis." <laughs> <laughs> no, well, you didn't say Travis. I, well, I may have, I may have choked. I may have choked if I'd known it was the next NBA star. That's and then true. the way the guy, the old guy who was with him, who gave him up, because he came out and we started throwing, you, throwing with him again. And he was like, "I wouldn't wash that hand if I was you." You know, that's the great Travis Best. And I looked over and I'm like, "Oh, it is. It does look like Travis Best. I think that is him." And I think yeah. he had the ball, and I was like, you better throw it lefty if you're Travis Best. And that's when he whipped it at you. Yeah. Oh, that was – I mean – And then well, once he hit you, I was like, all right, you're Travis Best. I think I said that. So I was like, <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't exactly fire it in. He just kind of gave it a flick, man. And crisp. Yeah, crisp. And I just wasn't ready for it to be that good of a pass. I mean, and it, it was right in the gut. And like I, I caught it, but you know, you know, you you accept the ball into your body, right? If you, yeah. If you're any kind of receiver, you bring it in, and uh, maybe I, when the quarterback—no offense—but when the quarterback is an arm like that, you get to be a little different than when 
it's your uh it's your cousin doing it. <laughs> well, he was a little close too, I feel like. You think he fired it in like hard? Because uh, you know, you... no, I don't think he fired it in hard, but I think he was a little cl- he was a little close. He gave me like uh like a my bad after that, but I didn't care. I was yeah. laughing. It was funny, like the it was that good of a throw. I love that kind of shit. So yeah, and that I hung on to it, so that's fine. Well, we and was, you still at that point didn't know who he was. You were still debating. I did not really hear what the guy said when, when he, I just said something. I heard him say best. I heard him say basketball player, and I was like, I was like, best basketball player. I'm like, okay, was a Yale, like a former Yale player, or a former Holy Cross? Like what? Like I didn't know at that point. That's what I thought. That's what I thought. It took me a second to like process what he said. And he wasn't like on top. He wasn't like on top of us. No. And like they were, you know, what we were throwing the ball, walking away, and he threw it with my son for a minute, which is very cool. And even cooler now that I know, like he's a, he's a name, you know, like he didn't have yeah. to do that. Um, and one day I'll tell him that he dropped the pass from Travis from Travis Best. <laughs> <laughs> I'll show him highlights of uh, him and Reggie Miller. Yeah. Um. But uh. Him and Jalen Rose. Him and Jalen. Yep. Uh, but I mean, I didn't. I didn't realize it until they were getting in their car, and you were like, "I think that guy just said he was Travis Best." And I was like, "What, Travis? Travis Best?" You're like, "Yeah, he's lefty." <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> that make that that settles it. He's definitely Travis Best. Yeah, but that's when I was like, "Come on, throw it back. You better be lefty if you're Travis Best." <laughs> That's the only thing. I any when he threw it, I was like, "All right, I was like, you're Travis Best." Yeah, but I have no reason not to believe that he that he wasn't. I'm pretty sure he was. No, it definitely. We did the research. He's from Springfield. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't know anything about Travis Best beyond Georgia Tech and his NBA career, which is yeah. Pacers, Bulls, and stuff. Like, other than that, play for the Nets. I have no idea. I could. He could have told me he was from Mississippi. Oh yeah, southern southern boy. Like, and I would have been like, yeah, okay. Yeah, Springfield. No, it wasn't on my radar at all. So it's, it was definitely him, and he's opening up a dispensary, right? Yeah, he bought in. I don't know if he's half, but he's going to be a co-owner of a dispensary, and it looks like it's going to be right by the Basketball Hall of Fame up there. Perfect. To check the address, and uh, no timeline when it's going to open, but looks like it's in the works. So, and I really wish we had talked to him. Yeah, I would. <laughs> The NBA wasn't enough. The ex-NBA wasn't enough to draw us in. If we had known he was a weed guy, then we would have actually chatted him up. <laughs> Travis. Yeah. <laughs> so looking for jobs from the guy. Right. So, all right. I, I want to try something tonight. All right. Um, I don't want to do like a full NFL recap. All right. Because we're not, we're not qualified to do that. But I, we'll go through each game. I'm just going to mention the games. Okay. Um, and then if there's something we want to say, we'll say it. If not, we'll just pass. We'll just give it the old, uh, like the Mr. Burns pulling the chain and the floor comes off underneath it. Yeah. Um, all right. We can start with, uh, Thursday night's game, which was on when we were recording giants lose, uh, to Washington at the buzzer. Well, win at the buzzer and then lose at the buzzer a second later. After their offsides penalty, uh, you got anything? You got anything you want to say about this game? Uh, two team race between Dallas and Philly for the division. That's what I. That's what I think. Soon to be, soon to be a one team race. Yeah, I don't appreciate people coming out and tell tell me that it was like 
well, Dan, Daniel Jones looked as good as he ever did. I, I take no solace in that. I don't have any kind of moral victory from Thursday night at all. You guys lost. You know, he, he's – I mean, he's going to have a good game now and then. Let me see you sustain it, and let me see you win. Let me see you, let me see you be a winning quarterback before I start telling you how good you are. Uh, Patriots smoked the Jets 25-6. Patriots are 1-1, Jets 0-2. Um, literally nothing. A lot of picks. <laughs> a lot of picks from your boy, from Zachy Wilson. Not my boy. <laughs> uh, no, I, I didn't put this game on for a second. It was I watched Red Zone one o'clock yesterday because Patriots Jets was the only option for local. Yeah, yesterday was a good Red Zone day. That was uh, yeah. I got drunk. The Dolphins game ended pretty early, so I, I just got drunk and watched the red zone. One o'clock. Broncos twenty-three. They're not two and over the Jag of oh, the own two Jaguars thirteen. Another game. I don't have much to say. This is one of my picks. The 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 week two formula was on full display last night in Baltimore. It was on display and uh, Colts Rams. I had I happened to pick the one where the formula, the formula was two and one bottom line, and I picked the wrong game. If I just went all formula picks, I would have had a two and one week, but I didn't, and I picked the one game that you went you went one and two, and I went one and two. Is that right? I think I no, I went oh, I went zero oh and three. Oh, you were zero oh and three, and I was one because and two. I left the Colts out. The Colts were were my yeah. It was just, it was a bad. I lost college games. It was bad this week. All right, just get so get your footing. <laughs> Speaking of getting Ooh, yeah. running, the Dolphins got shut out by the Bills. Speaking of a game that I picked, well, one of us picked and picked wrong. Uh, what the fuck happened to the Dolphins? Uh, okay. We're, uh, two and two is hurt. Rib injury day to day. Yeah, I would expect to see Brissett, even though they're optimistic. I think Brissett will be a little bit better with a week of practice. Okay. Um, I'm not sure what he's been doing until that point. No, Bills are good. They have our number. It, it was discouraging. Uh, the defense, I know on paper, I don't know if the defense will get a lot of credit because 35 nothing, But the defense actually played all right in this game, mm-hmm. uh, minus the 46-yard run to Devin Singletary on the Bills' first drive, which is unacceptable. Well, the, but, the, the points came late, right? Because it, it wasn't like they piled it, it up from the get-go. It was 14 nothing forever. Okay. Uh, the second drive that the Bills scored on was off the – turnover on downs where Tua got hurt on a fourth down play okay. at midfield. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the, that led to another touchdown. But then the Bills got the ball back six t- more times in the first half and didn't score on any of the drives. So the, the, the defense turned them over twice. They have the longest active streak for turnover, I think 24 straight games forcing a turnover. Feels like they forced one or two every game. Uh, but, I mean, if you don't score any points, then eventually the defense was just like <laughs> – and there's only so many times you can get them all to the Bills' offense and not let them score. It was just, I mean, Brissett had a bad. It, it was just bad. It, it was one of those easy games to just shake off. Any Tua concern though? Oh yeah, uh, all Tua concern. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> He's injury prone, and I mean, it's everything. Yeah, everything. Uh, the 49ers, seventeen over the Eagles, eleven. Another. 
Okay, I may have overrated the Eagles after week one. I may have overrated the whole West Coast, East Coast thing because that doesn't seem to ever work anymore. Um, what else? But the next time it works, we're going to say that it worked. So, Right. I'll probably see, get the see, West look. Coast team. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll find one this week. Or I'll, maybe I'll go East team traveling West this week. I'll, re- I'll reverse it. But it, it helps if the team teams are equal. Right, I mean, if it's the four, if the Eagles yeah. think and the Four Niners are good, I, I don't think it has that much. That game that felt like it was like I, I don't know. I feel like the Eagles were going to win that game, even like it. The f- problem is the Niners scored at the end of the half. It was three nothing forever that game. Yeah, and the Niners scored at the end of the half, which is a killer to go up seven three. And I don't know, there wasn't a lot going on in that game. Bad pick. Uh, the two and O Rams beat the Colts 27-24. Another only, the game. only game I got right all week in anything. My King of the Hill pick. That's it. Wentz is the two. only Yeah, Wentz. two sprained ankles. How's that possible? I mean uh I've never heard that's the definition of injury prone. I've never heard of anyone spraining. You have to have one good ankle to sprain one, don't you? <laughs> How do you sprain two ankles? You would, you would think so. I, I, I don't know. You have guys fall on both ankles simultaneously? I have no idea. It's ta- almost impossible. Wentz has a talent. And, uh, I mean, I, I mean, I, I hate to say it. We saw, saw it coming. It's 0-2. I don't think he's playing next week. So, Jacob Eason. And the only reason I know I was, who Jacob Eason is is because I Googled coming into the season who went his backup was. I figured, <laughs> I figured, you know, being being the prepared podcast host that I am, we are going to have to talk about Jacob Eason at some point. So here we are. He's planning to see him on Thursday. We'll see him. We'll see his debut. No, uh, Houston's playing Thursday night. Houston versus the Colts, isn't it? No, it's Houston, Carolina. Oh shit. All right. Tennessee is playing. Well, who's Tyrod Taylor's bliss? Who's Tyrod Taylor's backup? I know. I heard. <laughs> I heard he might be out. Uh, like yeah. that? How, you like that? How you were a prepared podcaster, and I just absolutely threw that narrative out the window. I got the wrong team for next Thursday for this coming Thursday. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. The, the Raiders went into Pittsburgh, took care of business. They're two and zero, twenty six seventeen. Pittsburgh. <laughs> Pittsburgh might be in some trouble. I'm not um, sure. Well, Watt is hurt, right? Is Watt hurt too? That's that's even bigger trouble. I don't know what to expect from this Pittsburgh team. I really don't. It might be a transitional type year. Like Ben might just not be here for a full season. Um, I really don't. Know. I don't know what to expect. That's also a team that could turn around and be like, yeah, of course, of course, they're better than we thought they were. They just needed to get their footing. Ben was just taking his time, uh, you know. It was it was ugly, but the Raiders took care of business, though. Yeah, I uh, I had Steelers. It was a square pick. I knew it was square. I got uh, tried to I tried to go square twice two two straight weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, maybe the Raiders are good. I don't know. Maybe I overrated Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh and Philly came back to earth a little bit this week. Maybe it may have overrated their week one victories. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. On Pittsburgh, it's, I think with Pittsburgh, it's going to come down to their defense. Yeah. If their defense is good, Roth, I think Roethlisberger is good enough to 
keep them in games. He's not going to be a shootout guy anymore. I don't know because Pittsburgh. I just I, I said it last last show. Like a bad year for Pittsburgh is eight and eight. Yeah. So I, I feel like they're going to be at least five hundred. I, I have a hard time just. All right, maybe they're not a Super Bowl contender, but I have a hard time just writing them off like they're a non-factor. I got to see. All right, they have they play the Seahawks. On I think this is Sunday Night Football in two weeks. Who do they have this week? Pittsburgh. Since oh, here you go. Yeah. Oh no. So this is like a month away. All right. Uh, yeah. Cincinnati this week. Packers the week after. Broncos the week after. Not an easy schedule. Well, here um, I'll put. I'll say this about the Steelers. I would be a little worried if they don't beat uh, Cincy this week. Yeah, for sure. Only, only because Cincy's like the doormat of the division, and I feel like even more so than Cleveland, like Pittsburgh just owns Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. I'd be. Yeah. I'd be a little worried. I mean, even with. Burrow and you know team on a little bit team on the rise or whatnot. Like if the Steelers can't beat that team at home, then yeah, it might be a long year. Yeah, I only brought up the schedule because I was waiting for when I could see Pittsburgh in prime time, get a better feel for them. Once I, it's you know it's just them on. That's not for a month um, against Seattle. So we'll wait that one out to make a complete judgment on Pittsburgh. Yeah. Um, speaking of that team, the Bengals lost to the Bears, twenty to seventeen, and Joe Burrow threw a bunch of picks as well. Is he uh, going to make it the whole season? Uh, yeah. Well, maybe not. Again, I think I, I think that's what he said early earlier uh, in the year is that it might be just he might just one of those guys who looks awesome while he's out there, but they can't protect him and he's hurt, and then that's it. So you get like half a good season from them, and then we'll see you next year. Hope for, hope for the best for next year. And that's what happened last year, basically. Yeah. And what happens again this year? Brilliant while he's there. Makes it exciting for the Bengals. And, uh, yeah, he's the only reason to watch the Bengals. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's got good weapons. Jamar Chase might be really good, but, I mean, are you, you, know, are you watching Jamar Chase with a backup? I don't know who Burroughs' backup is, but. No. I don't know if you're tuning in to watch Jamar Chase with the backup play. No, I'm not. It's I'm not tuning in unless the red zone tells me to tune into the Bengals game. Um, yeah, it's usually the best. Yeah, and yesterday it wasn't very often. Yeah, no. It yeah. Um, I feel like the games kind of sucked yesterday, especially one o'clock. Yeah, it was t- it was a tough slate. It was a good know. yeah. It was a good Sunday just to kind of get drunk and. Is going to get that uh, uh, week three is does not week three is not going to be pretty either. Well, yeah, but the game the only thing is the games could be good even if it's ugly t- matchups. Yeah, you I'm, you could know. still get games to the wire, and I'll still be watching, man. I'll be tuned. I'll be tuned into Houston, Carolina, or Houston, Indianapolis, whoever the fuck's playing. Oh yes, <laughs> Sam Darnold. Yeah, so uh, it'll be yeah. I mean, I, I'm a sucker, so it's you know sign me up. I'll be there no matter who's playing. Um, Texans. And it's, well, and it's Fields time in, in Chicago. Someone should tell Matt Nagy, Nagy, the visor. Oh, piece yeah, of shit. that's right. Yeah. Uh, Andy Dalton got, got, gets wide pipped. Probably uh, it for him. That should be his re- last game. Andy Dalton revenge game. Go out as a winner against your old team. That's it. That's it. Yeah. No, you got that's Grab good, the clipboard. That's right with the Chicago for. Yeah. Um. Yeah, Texans. This one's a tough one because I think 
after week one, we were all rooting for the Texans, and then uh, they, they, they go down. Tyrod gets hurt, and they lose to the Browns 31-21. Houston's frisky. They hung in there, but just, I guess they're just not very good. I don't even know. Tyrod got hurt, like, second half. I, I'm not sure when. I'm not sure when. But when he, when he went down, it just felt like it, it felt like uh, Joe Burrow went down. The Why am I watching the Texans? Yeah. Um, Maybe the Texans will be a little bit better, but probably not. Here's the big storyline, a big storyline game of the week. The Saints only put up seven points. Uh, in Carolina, Panthers win 26-7. Panthers yeah, are 2-0. I, I liked the Saints early in the week, and as the, as the week got closer, uh, the reason I didn't give out the Saints as my square pick and I went Steelers instead, which didn't work anyways, but – the the line movement was fishy. It went down to three. Then like all the Saints coaches had COVID or something. And the more it got closer, the more I was like something fishy, uh, which it was. I I don't know how good Carolina is. I got. I mean, maybe Thursday night we'll get to actually watch them play a full game, so that'll help. Uh, I mean, Thursday is one of those like take care of business games. If they're if they are for real, you should beat Houston. If not, then uh, we'll see. I don't know. I, it's tough to have a – apparently the defense is good for Carolina. All right. So, yeah, I don't know. It must be. I mean, he's held the Saints, uh, who were high-powered offense the week before, held the Saints to seven. Uh, but you still, you still figure they are a work in progress. Saints are another team. Saints are another team that came back to earth a little bit. Oh, yeah, for sure. Everybody, everybody Saints, Saints, Steelers, and Eagles, yeah. Everybody loved the Saints after week one, too. That was that was the giveaway. We should have known right then and there. Carolina was the pick. Speaking of yeah. knowing speaking of knowing who the pick was, it was not the Cardinals, although they did win. Uh just did not cover. Um they beat the Vikings in a really uh, uh I didn't really see this. I saw it, but it wasn't like locked in. Uh yeah. the Vikings uh fucked up at the end and Cardinals won. Yeah, I stand by my Cardinals assessment. I think it's going to be another year where they start fast and fizzle, and the coach is going to get canned. That's my opinion. So keep an eye on that if they do get off to a hot start. Um, there are – I'll take this from a Viking standpoint, though. There are certain franchises who are just cursed. We've talked about it on the show numerous times. You know, Vikings, Bills, Browns, Lions – as you can see right here, with Detroit tonight. <laughs> like, those are the main four. You know what I mean? No Super Bowls or nothing. The Vikings, when, like, when you're a, yesterday, when you're a Vikings fan and that happens at the end, it's one of those moments where you're like, only us. This only happens to us. <laughs> only we miss a chip shot, 37-yarder that was, like, perfectly centered, perfectly lined up. Our radio uh, announcer gets it wrong calls it uh, – I was going to say fair. I'm in baseball mode still. He calls it good through the uprights. And, and, the, and the Vikings, I mean, their history with kickers. Yeah. I mean, if you don't know what I'm talking about, Google the names Gary Anderson and Blair Walsh, okay? <laughs> to the listeners who don't know what I'm talking about. And, like, only the Vikings, man. There's just certain – like, there's just a black cloud and a stench around a team, and that's one of them, man. I mean, how do you – no, no other team misses that field goal. It is horrendous. Uh, and I also have them over, which bothered me. 
<laughs> but uh, I still think they, I, I still think they can win this division. I, I think, I think the NFC North. I know the Packers. Everyone's gonna like, you know, get back on like the Rodgers bandwagon this week. But like, I think that division has potential to be NFC East from last year. All right. All right. Yeah, and the Cardinals, I think. Brutal, I mean, brutal. Car- Cardinals, yeah, should have lost that game. I think that was another team that we were, people were kind of, me, myself included, hyped up on from week one. And I feel like they did the same exact thing last year. Got hyped up after one week or two weeks with the Cardinals. And then they went in and shit the bed. Although this was not exactly a bed Tough shit. Tough division. Tough division. But, I don't know, I, I would just – like, that's a game that they should have just took care of business yesterday. And it's a red flag that they didn't. Yeah, and the lead is going to be. Think about if that kick goes in, like it's a d- whole different narrative around yeah, sure. Arizona yep. today. Yep. Uh, I hate to say it, yet another another prognostication that is wrong. I think Tom Brady is here to stay. Forty eight twenty five over Atlanta. He hasn't beat anyone yet. <laughs> uh, he is like in Death Star mode. He can I. Can I just say the Falcons? All right, go ahead. Yeah. Why does Tom Brady get a free fucking pass? Poor LeBron James gets his buddies together and everybody calls him an asshole for creating the super team. Tom Brady goes and he gets every fucking receiver known to man to come to Tampa with them because of fucking tax breaks and shit and to play with, <laughs> with play with him, you know. Like he's got Antonio Brown living in his fucking house. He's get any fucking shit for it, man. If you're going to rip LeBron, you need to rip Tom Brady as well. Anybody who's a LeBron hater for creating a super team, AAU team, you know, whether it's Miami, whether it's in LA, whether, I mean, you don't really have the opportunity in Cleveland, but whether you tried to in Cleveland. Yeah, not exactly a draw. No, I guess Kevin, Kevin Love is the best you can do. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, you know, if everybody's going to get on LeBron, you got to get on Brady because this guy does the same exact shit. It's a free fucking pass. He did, yeah. Gronkowski, AB. Yeah, I agree. On top I mean, it was nice, to, it was nice to... Right. No, no. I mean, it's a... He already, had, he already had a fine receiving core. Right. I mean, Jameis put up all kinds of numbers with them. They didn't win anything, but they already had talent on offense. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it was nice of Matt Ryan yesterday to... Uh, in- instead of taking the awful Matt Ryan fourth quarter sack out of field goal range, he he had the awful Matt Ryan uh, pick pick sixes to to ensure that Tampa covers these covers the spread. He's so I mean, he, you couldn't even you couldn't even you couldn't even uh, you know you, you had to do the Falcons plus fourteen betters dirty. You couldn't just go out there and go into the night maybe lose by ten. And they were within three there at one point. And then you look up and there's pick sixes all over the place. He is bad. Uh, the Titans. I don't, Clinched the division yesterday. <laughs> uh, yeah, they were uh, dead in the water during the week. They came back out yesterday and they were actually looking pretty bad in the first half. Yes. They came back and ran all over Seattle. Uh, Derrick Henry had like four yards in the first half and then 1,000 in the second half. And they go on to win 33-30. Yeah, in overtime. Uh, this was big personally for me because it was one of my overs versus one of my unders. 
So that, so that was nice. Uh, yeah, Seattle just loses these weird games now. Like, it used to be impossible to win in Seattle. You wouldn't even think twice about betting Ryan Tannehill in Seattle. Now it's just like I'm still, I'm, I'm still thinking the Seattle team could bottom out this year. You know, I don't know how, how bottom we're talking, but, like, it, I don't know. I think they're the fourth team in that division. I think, I think even – I don't like Arizona, but even Arizona might be better than them. See, they still have Russ. They still have some weapons. The defense, you know, is uh, – I mean, we saw not, what the defense could great. do. Yeah, we saw what, what terrible things the defense could do yesterday. Uh, and, and Russ and Met, Metcalf hasn't even really got going yet. Lock, him and Lockett are locked in. Um, yeah, Lockett, I mean, they're, real, they're still good. It's just – I don't Car- know. Carson's a good player. So, they, yeah, they, they'll find a way to be competitive. But I don't think it'll bottom out, bottom out. Uh, but they they could lose a few tough ones to to put them at the bottom of the division. I see I see what you're saying. But could they be like a uh, Bucks like Jameis Bucks team where they go eight and eight and what Russ just puts up ridiculous numbers, but they yeah, still possible, lose. Like yeah. he won't. Yeah, he won't throw as many picks as Jameis. But they, no, he won't <laughs> be as bad as Jameis. But hope Jameis had some like hollow years where he put up. I think he threw forty touchdowns one year, but like they were seven and nine. For the 40-40 man, he had 40 touchdowns, 40 picks? He might have. I think he definitely went 30-30. <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah. And Derrick Henry, is there a more valuable non-quarterback on offense? Is he the most valuable offensive player that's not a quarterback? Wow, oh, man. That's a good question. Um, yeah. Pro- McCaffrey. Pro- I feel like he's more valuable than McCaffrey. Well, McCaffrey, McCaffrey is like – a safety net for his quarterbacks. Uh, Henry is obviously great what he does, but he's also a great decoy. I don't know. I don't. Do they use McCaffrey the same way, like on play action, or as prominently uh, as they use Henry with the play action? I just know he's. I just know McCaffrey know. is like the great. Like, I don't know what the button is in Madden, but I'm sure there's like a dump button in Madden. I know he's the great dump button of uh, Carolina. I just feel like if you take Henry off the Titans, they score like 12 points a game. I know that's an exaggeration, but I also wonder. Yeah, he seems I like mean, he's there. I know A.J. Brown's great and like Tannehill's had a resurgence and there's other guys there, but I feel like it, Henry is the motor. Well, they, well, that offense is built not just around him, but like, you know, like, like I said, like they, to use him as a decoy, like it's – Without him, that way they run that offense doesn't doesn't work because you're not biting on those play actions the same, yeah, the same. Uh, I don't know, desperation. Yeah, hoping, hoping to get him down, you know, early before he stomps through you. Right. Uh, yeah, you not, you might be right. Right, like not even, there's not even like a receiver. Like no receiver is more important to the team. Like you need a core of receivers that are good. Um. I'm not sure who even would come in that conversation. And I feel like a lot either. of those receivers lose their value if the quarterback gets hurt. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Like Devontae Adams, Tyree Kill. I feel like I don't know how valuable those guys are with Joe Blow in the backfield. Yeah. You're probably right. Probably right about yeah. that. Uh, let's see. What brings us to the Cowboys and Chargers? Cowboys – 
when this was a weird one, man. Every time I put this, every time Red Zone put this game on, it was somebody going like thirty yards, but nobody ever fucking scored. I mean, the last play of the half was his. I mean, this was a very cool play. Like CC Lamb caught it, ran all the way across the field and down, and flipped it to Ezekiel Elliott. Uh, and Elliot got to the one yard line. It got knocked out. And it was the most exciting play. <laughs> and they didn't score. And that was the end of the half. Um, but that was like the epitome of that whole game was like everybody was marching up and down the field and no points were put up. But Cowboys. Yeah, I thought it was just me because I watched like basically that whole game. Yeah. And when I woke up, I remember the game. I remember the, uh, even as drunk as I was, I idiotic clock management by Mike McCarthy. <laughs> settling for a 56-yard field goal. That guy's going to kill the Cowboys in a big spot, but we'll, we'll get to that in uh, you know December and January maybe. Um, yeah, and I, you know, I woke up this morning and I saw the final score, and I was like, that final score was 20-17. to 17. It felt like it was like 30-27. to 27. I completely like blanked on the score because watching the game, all, like, both teams, like you said, were going up and down the field. But then I guess Herbert had a couple of picks, right? There was a couple of turnovers. There was only one punt in the game somehow. But, yeah, it was a bizarre game because it felt like a shootout that ended 2017. Yeah, it was like it was a slugfest, but not between heavyweights. Like, it was between, like, bantamweights or something. And it's kind of nobody ever gets knocked down or starts bleeding in those fights. But they were pounding each other for 12 rounds. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that was an old school. I mean, Cowboys good win. Not, not didn't save their season. I don't want to exaggerate it, but I mean, they set themselves up at one and one. Go play Philly this week. And for the Chargers, I mean, that was an old school like Marty Schottenheimer, Norv Turner, Anthony Lynn, Philip Rivers, Ludini. You know, you name all the guys. That was that was a, a classic vintage Chargers loss. I, I'm on record as thinking like the worm has kind of turned for the Chargers. That like better days are ahead, but. I don't know. That was that was a tough loss. Just a little stink, and it stinks when you go in there and it's all Cowboys fans. Well, that's just that's the only thing about the Chargers. Like they don't really have fans, so when they play like the big teams who have a big following, it's just I don't know. That's gotta that's gotta suck so bad. <laughs> yeah, because you know, like, if you're not- Justin Herbert, man, that's gotta suck so bad. Yeah, the team the team's not like that. It's not a disaster team. Herbert's like an exciting player. Uh, team's fun, man. Decent defense. You know, there's no. Like I'm all, I'm all about like just lace them up and go out there and play. But like so many of these fan base, like the Lions have a, a just a loyal just fan. Base. I mean, they've been getting tortured for years, but they show up, man. They support their guy. Even like Burrow in Cincinnati. Like Cincinnati has a loyal fan base. But you go and you play for the Los Angeles Chargers. You're in a, there's there's nobody there's no Los Angeles Chargers fans. Yeah, it sucks. That's I mean that just has to suck, man. I mean that then you got but then you also have to be like, all right, Herbert, make people Los Angeles Chargers fans. Because if there's one thing that Americans like, especially in fucking LA. Is oh, yeah, they, the, they'll jump on they'll jump on a bandwagon. So yeah. you know, we've seen it in every sport. So I guess that's one way to look at it if you're Herbert. And uh last game of the weekend, Ravens beat the Chiefs. 
Yeah, so this was another. This was a formula game. This was a game where you know you think the Chiefs, everything points Chiefs, but uh, I actually went to bed halftime in this game, twenty-one seventeen. I thought the Chiefs were going to win. I kind of threw the formula out the window for this game, um, but formula prevailed. Ravens win on the field. They scored twice late in the fourth. Fourth and one, Lamar. Uh, Gets it. A little help from Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. And uh, the Chiefs are 101. The Chiefs, um, I think we're at a point with the Chiefs where you don't want to be terrified of betting against them anymore. Oh, no. They've been the worst. They've been like something like 1-11 in, in their last 12. I saw it. something crazy. Okay, spread, yeah. Yeah, I think well, it's they're like, always going to – the number is always going to be inflated a little bit Yeah, because they're the Chiefs. Yeah. Um. Yep. So there's that. And, you know, when you play in these type of shootout games, your defense isn't great. The back door is usually going to be open. Yep. So, yeah, I mean, and the only game they covered in the last 12 was that AFC title game against uh, against uh, Buffalo. So they've had – they're on some, like, ridiculous streak. And they've won most of the games, too. That's the crazy thing that, that uh, they haven't covered. I didn't even realize that was uh, their record in against spread. So yeah, I, I something crazy. The stats out, and but and the crazy thing is, before that, they were something like eleven and one covering. So it's almost like gambling gods just evening everything out. <laughs> that is, that's wild. But they were like, yeah. on a, that, that's when they were on a run, though. Like they were on a yeah. serious run. Uh, let's no, see. yeah, but even the even the run they've been on with not covering, they've won most of those games. Yeah, no, I know, but I mean, there there was a time when they were good for a blowout, though. Yeah, like, that was the kind of run they're on. These are better games, like closer games. Yeah, I don't know what what's you know to attest to that. Maybe you're you know you got a bullseye on you a little bit. Maybe the defense yeah. just isn't that good. Maybe they're a little overconfident. I don't know. In, interesting game this weekend at home against the Chargers. Yeah, six and a half. That's a uh, – yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> that's a game where, like, all right, do you start noticing the trends and do you jump on the Chargers? And then the Chiefs go out there and win by 50? Maybe. It's Yeah, it's one of those you, – you don't know. I don't know. Betting Chiefs games right now, it's hard. I, I just – yeah, it's tough betting against Mahomes, though. That's the only problem. I'm going Chargers in my pool. Not in my – the pool where you pick every game against the spread, I'm going Chargers. You're going Chargers. Yeah, I got to convince your brother because we're teammates. But, uh, yeah, I'm going I'm – st- I'm sticking with it right here and right now. I'm saying it. I'm going, shootout. I'm going Chargers. Shootout could be last team that touches the ball plus backdoor potential. Yeah. Yeah. My, I can't – I just – I. Of course, I say it, and uh, I say I'm not scared of the Chiefs anymore. I put that kind of shit onto the world, and that's when I get my fucking head bashed in on, on Sunday. Right, right. Yeah. I'm liking the Chiefs now. Once... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, no, I don't know. The Chiefs, the Chiefs feel like very morning. unbettable. They, they feel very unbettable right now in their games. Cause yeah, no, it's fair. Yeah, no, I have Vegas to, I have has to, caught up. I have to pick the game. Um, I would not bet the game if I was putting money out there. Yeah. Money. On the line, uh, and then tonight Packers Lions. That that's just that that's just going to be they they ride the, they ride the ship and uh, yeah, it was fun for a while. Look out for the Packers; they're they're back. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, it was fun to watch the Packers sweat a little bit there. I feel like they weren't. I feel like Rodgers was a little too cool for school. I think that's exactly Well, the fans. Fans fans, probably sweat. Yeah. So, all right. Well, Thursday, Thursday, more football. We'll make our picks on Thursday. You'll try and right your ship. I'll try and get back on a winning track. Um, oh, yeah, back in the lab. Back in the lab this week. Yeah, yeah. We're, gonna, we're about to get hot. We're just on the edge of getting hot. Uh, it also made me feel better that, like, everyone I've talked to, whether it's people I know or, like, podcasts I listen to, seems like they got killed week two. <laughs> misery loves company like everyone i've talked to is just like this was a brutal week and not not week three though week week three is where strike back yeah that's it come back for betters so that'll do it i think and you got anything else for the show my man that'll be it that's it thanks everybody for taking time spend it with us here sunday poor we're back here on thursday night and yeah We'll see you guys Thursday, Carolina, Houston. Until then, enjoy the week. The dog's okay now. No more yelps for help. It's not. (laughs) That's good. Uh, Yeah, I got nothing on the Yanks. It's just it's a pa- slow, painful death. Oh yeah, it's slow. <laughs> it's and, so uh, slow. It it feels like a foregone conclusion, but at the same time, at the same time, I want to be there. But well, I, right now it's it's when when does the final? There's eleven games left. Okay, picked up a game tonight. Right. When does the final knockout blow come? basically have 11 like this was a horse race I mean Tampa, 11 horses and people are talking about Tampa and not you know Tampa maybe being clinched and taking it easy that weekend I think Tampa would love to limit the Yankees in the playoffs and they're playing Toronto tough right now yeah they basically already have everything clinched yeah I don't know I'm not, I would not bank on Tampa mailing in for that last weekend uh, no, I mean, if you you can't even beat the shitty Indians and barely beating the Texas Rangers, what what does it matter if the Rays mail it in? My guess is like they lose two out of three in Tampa. Or no, it's Tampa, in, it's home against Tampa. Uh, oh, so you think they out. keep it alive? You think they keep it alive until then? I just it's it's like the narrative of it all just makes sense to me, and that's the most painful way for it to happen. I think so. So, like, Saturday afternoon, some, like, crushing loss, second-to-last game of the season. Uh, be like, yeah, it'd be like a, like a Glavin Marlins-type game or something. Hmm. I don't know what I would pick right now for the for – the, because they're not, like – like, getting swept by the Rangers would just put you out of your misery. Be like, okay. <laughs> yeah. That would, that would be but ba- they're not going to do that. No, they won't. They'll 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 keep your hopes up for a little bit longer. I probably comes down to the last weekend. CT, yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, I don't know if they're going to be alive that last weekend. Again, it, it, to me, it's just I, in my mind. That's just how I see it playing out. There's no. I'm not looking at numbers. Not looking at the schedule. 
I just, you know, I know they're close enough to be in it. And I know that's, like I said, that's just the most gut-wrenching way to go out against that fucking team. Kevin I feel Cash. like it's going to come in Toronto. I think most people would say Fenway this weekend is the funeral. I think it's going to, I think it's going to, there's going to be a bad one in Toronto. That's finally the, the stake, the nail in the coffin, stake mm. in the heart. Mm. But it's coming. There's 11 <laughs> long games left. It is coming. Yeah. Tonight wasn't easy, man. Nestor only went four and change. Uh, I mean, they got some that bullpen guy of a jam or two along the way, and uh, Chad Green. That's when he's at his best when the game's chaotic. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. They're gonna piece it together. Severino's coming back. Is that what I saw? Yeah, he was activated tonight. He didn't pitch though. I don't think unless he came in in the eighth. I missed the eighth. Um. But I, I doubt they would have thrown him in the eighth in a one-run game. No, I wonder how the. I mean, it's it's moot, but I wonder how they're going to use him. Oh, they don't even know how they're going to use him. Oh, they'll fuck him up again somehow. Yeah, that's for sure. I'll but wait until that. I'll wait until the season is. I'll wait until we have that crushing blow, and then we can play like the "Do you want this guy back or that guy back?" <laughs> You're probably going to say no to like 95% of the guys I throw at you. I have seven guys on the list right now. <laughs> and it could, it could grow. Yeah, I don't know if I want Severino back. I have no idea. I mean, he's well, I think he, isn't he Doesn't he have one more year left on his deal? Oh, there you go. He's back. Yeah, he's going to win like 30 games next year. Contract year. I don't know. I have no idea if he's even use, useful as a starter anymore. He was uh, shaky when he was healthy as a starter. Now that he's had all kinds of injuries. Nah, he's a bullpen guy to me. He should be a bullpen guy, right? But they're going to try and make him like pitch five innings, make him a jet, right, or something. Yeah. Right. No, I would I would use him as a pen guy, but it's just me. They need him, man. That would be uh, – he could be electric out of the pen. Oh, yeah. Air it out for an inning. Yeah. He really could be. Uh, yeah, but we're going to have trouble getting to – I don't know. The pen's, the pen's been piecemeal all the way through. Did, did you have a problem with the faithful booing Cole off the mound? <laughs> I, I didn't really see it yesterday, but I did hear about it. Um, no, I don't have a fucking problem with it. It's New York, right? You just it's fucking gotta, you gotta, you You're know. in a pennant race and you're playing the Indians. Yeah, I don't – yeah, you got to go out there and shut them the fuck down. I don't – yeah, I don't like uh, – yeah, I mean, you can't give start giving Garrett Cole that kind of treatment. I'm not – booing I don't have a problem with. I'm just talking about, like, I know Sterling spoke out against it and a couple other people did, but, like, let's not act like Garrett Cole has done anything here. He hasn't won anything. Like, he's not above getting booed. Like when the Yankees fans booed Jeter and Moe, that was ridiculous. And I totally understood like having their back. Yeah. But I mean, those guys were part of a dynasty. Garrett Cole was a hard been gun. here a year and a half. The hired gun, yeah. Right. And so you do. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have booed him, but I also am not going to. 
I'm not going to tell fans who are, yeah, exactly. Like, he's a big boy. Yeah. Take your lumps. Yeah, we needed you yesterday, man. We needed you to be fucking Garrett Cole yesterday. Right. That's what's gonna. Ha- that's what happens. Go yeah. pitch somewhere else if you're gonna. If you Cle- don't want to get booed, Cleveland's a fucking dead team. Right. Right. That's exactly. We, that's what we expect from uh, our ace and our leader, and like highest paid fucking player. Tough shit. Yeah. Fucking like it. Go some. Yeah. Right. Go someplace else. Yeah. Yeah. I. I, I didn't. I wouldn't. Uh, I had a problem with like Sterling saying something like, "Come on." What he said. Don't what act like. His- don't act like. Ah, uh, it was as he was leaving the mound. I forget what he said. He was not happy with the fans. He's probably like, oh, well, he tried hard. He, he wanted to get those guys out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something along, something along those lines. He, doesn't, he doesn't feel good about it. That's not going to help. Well, you know, when I hear that a massage players' fucking egos, we're here to keep them. Like, this whole narrative of fans need to have the players' backs is bullshit. It's fucking bullshit. It's not a yeah. fucking kumbaya moment with these players. We're going to pat the guys in the back, say, we'll get them next time, Johnny. I don't fucking think so. <laughs> fans right to go out there and boo a guy if they underperform or don't perform to the expectations. I know they're fucking trying, but if you suck and you suck against a shit team, we're going to let you fucking know about it. If you embarrass yourself, this is, that's, that, I mean, that should be motivation. Not that you need any more motivation, but that should be extra motivation to go out there and perform. Because we expect you, we expect the most out of you. And if you don't give it, if you don't give it to us, we don't get it out of you. We're gonna let you know. And better players, yeah. Garrett fucking Cole, have gone through the Bronx and been booed. Right. It's just part. It's part of it. It's just part of it. Be better. Do better. Yeah, hey, I'm fucking right here holding your hand through this fucking thing, man. You're there to do one thing: fucking win ball games. Yeah. Right, you know we're not friends. And, I'm, and on top of that, if I fucking went to Garrett Cole and said you want to have a drink, you're gonna tell me to go fuck myself. We're not fucking. <laughs> we're not fucking friends here. All right? all right. Don't act. Don't act like it's an equal relationship because it's not. All we have is the ability to to voice our displeasure, you know, from the stands or we weren't throwing a business relationship. Yeah, we weren't throwing batteries at him or anything. <laughs> yeah, we weren't threatening his family. Yeah, honestly. It's a boo. Boober. It's a fucking boo. Yeah, that's it, man. I'm fucking sick and tired of this fucking coddling athletes bullshit. Why do a fan have to coddle the athletes? Let the fucking general manager do it. They do enough of that shit. Give him, give him, give him another fucking day off. Skip his turn in the rotation once. Give him a, give him a personal mental health day. What the fuck is this shit? <laughs> oh, poor Garrett Cole got booed because he fucking couldn't get out enough Cleveland Indians. I, come on, man. Grow the, the fuck up already. Come yeah. Comes with the territory. So no issue with the booze. I got issues with people complaining about the booze. And John Sterling, of all people, should know that's part of comes with the territory. Right. You don't have to like it because he likes to pa- pa- be pals with the fucking players. But you know what? We're not all pals with the players, John. Garrett Cole ain't come to my house for fucking Sunday dinner. I'll tell you that much. And I'm not inviting no. him anyway after a performance like that. No, if he listens to this show, he's not going to pass on that offer. <laughs> he'd be lucky to come to my house, to be honest with you. I'd, I'd rather, he'd rather come to my house more so than I'd rather go to his house for dinner. Uh, where do you think he lives? Like Greenwich? I'm sure it's at like Greenwich, Westchester, something like that, yeah. Yeah. Nah. yeah. But he don't, he don't eat like I eat. I <laughs> uh, 
All right. All right. 11 games. Yeah, let's exit to our own booze. <laughs> I'm sure we get booed a little bit. All right. <laughs> I'll talk to you later, man. That's it.